Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we are talking with our friends from Doors of Hope. Jackie Miller joins us. She is the executive director and Shanika Scott, the assistant director. And we're going to find out about the mission of Doors of Hope and lots of great information here today. So, Jackie, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Good to have you. Shanika, thanks for coming by. Thank you. So, um, Jackie, how long have you been at it here with Doors of Hope? I have been with Doors of Hope since 2013. So a couple of years after Maridel Williams uh, started the mission. Oh, wow. Very good. And Shanika, how about you? I started as an intern through MTSU Social Work Department in 2017, and I've been there ever since. How about that? Sometimes that works out that way. Yes, it does. Uh, I was an intern here in 90-whatever, and I've been here since then. Oh, like almost fabulous. 30 years. Yeah. So you never know how that works out. So uh, maybe you can keep Shanika around that long. Too, I yeah. definitely will. There you go. <laughs> so um, Doors of Hope. Tell us about, uh, Jackie, what Doors of Hope is all about. Okay. Our mission is to help women and empower women to break the cycle of addiction, homelessness and incarceration. And so we do that through a variety of programs that we have. Um, We teach inside the correctional facilities here in Rutherford County, the um, Rutherford County Work Center, and then also um, the big jail, 940 New Salem. Um, So we're teaching inside at the correctional facilities and offering counseling and our services and classes, some cognitive restructuring classes to work with them. before they're released and then once they are released it's our hope for them to come into our program for our post-release program and we have transitional housing for women that's uh, 9 to 12 months long and during that time they get uh, we house them um, we help them with all their basic needs they have a mental health counselor they have a peer recovery support specialist because most of our girls are arrested because of drug addiction or manufacturing, uh, but along those lines. Um, and then, you know, if we can work on the, the trauma that started what the addiction is, if we can get to the root of the problem and help them with uh, their traumas and then also work on the recovery at the same time, you know, 12-month program is, is really a great step part to be at because if they can make it through a a year of our program and and rewire the brain they the success rate is much higher Mm. so um we we want to reduce those recidivism rates the national average is 58 percent of people after three years get rearrested and doors of hopes recidivism rate is at three percent if they finish our program so we're pretty proud of our program so we offer we also offer a lot more services. We do classes all day. We partner with other wonderful agencies here in Rutherford County, like Greenhouse Ministries, um, Journey Home, um, Stepping Stones, Salvation Army, um, and DVSA Center. So we we uh, love our partners here in the county and just want to work to empower women to break the cycle and so they can become better mothers and better productive um, citizens of Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've heard, and, and maybe you can, uh, either one of you can shed some light on this, but uh, in terms of the services, um, maybe women are underserved. And Shanika, that's kind of where you all come in here, right? Yes, there's a lot of women in the world that are just underserved. Um, so we're able to serve women in Rutherford County, not only with 
a safe place to kind of rebuild their life, but ongoing support. Um, and a lot of those wraparound services. So someone's completed our program, still being able to have a case manager and someone to reach out to um, and teaching them those skills so they're able to use the community resources to make sure they're able to get counseling and those kinds of things. Um, everyone has some type of trauma in their life, um, even if you suppressed it. So being able to reach out and get that help, no matter if it's with Doors of Hope, but being able to connect them to so many resources that they may not know exist um, has been very beneficial to our clients. Uh, we are talking about Doors of Hope today, and uh, they're online at opendoorsofhope.org. Jackie Miller and Shanika Scott joining us. So, Jackie, when you t- when you talk about the, the the process here, it sounds like it 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 starts wherever the incarceration might be or or whatnot, and and goes through after release. And I mean, you're you're kind of there on many steps mm-hmm. of this journey. Mm-hmm. Indeed, we are, and I think that's that's the important thing because they built that trust with us and um, know we're there to support them. And then when they are in our post-release program, we encourage them to create a support system outside of Doors of Hope so they can, you know, find people in Rutherford County that have the same views and um, maybe have the same issues they do so they can support each other. And they're not always going to, you know, leaning on us. We can't be there forever. We try to walk the life with them as, as long as we can and, and make sure that they have that support system built in once they, they do move out on their own. Mm-hmm. So, and, and one of the great things that we are doing is we have a capital campaign going on right now. We have uh, acquired the um, the uh, building across the street from our office where I look at it at 428 East Bell Street. And um, many of you all probably know Dr. Tolbert's old doctor office off of um, Bell Street 421. We've recently acquired that and we're turning it into a uh, 30-day treatment for women, an intensive inpatient treatment center for them that is going to be completely free of charge because our clients don't have insurance. They don't have money to go to the many wonderful places that you can go to, such as the you know Journey Pure, Buffalo Valley. Um, they don't have the funds to get them there or the insurance. So we're opening a new um, no fee residential center, um, and it's it's going to be great. We're hoping to open in um, the spring. Very excited about that, so we can add on to the services that we're doing. And so we're hoping this intensive um, inpatient will work for them, and then they'll come into our transitional program after that. You know, Rutherford County has one of the highest rates of fatal overdoses in the state out of 96 counties there's three counties that are on the top of the list that just keep growing at enormous rate of fatal overdoses and rutherford county is unfortunately one of those um, and so we're trying to do our part and and help the people that are underserved well it sounds like a powerful new tool shanika in in your tool belt when this facility opens and and, and i'm sure that is going to change a little bit of the mindset of uh, you know coming out or being released then the, the the program to kind of really set some stability i think Definitely. Um, It's hard for someone to be released from jail and not have a safe place to go. Um, You can't go back into the exact same environment and expect different results with the same people, same places. So being able to serve as a safe place for people to get new skills um, at no cost doesn't usually happen. (laughs) So we're excited to be able to serve um, the underserved, but making sure that Um, The people that really need the help are able to receive it in a safe environment that 
they probably haven't had access to. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Doors of Hope today with Jackie Miller, the Executive Director, Assistant Director Shanika Scott uh, here today. So, uh, Jackie, the the new facility, just it, it's at 421. You're right across the street with mm-hmm. the administrative offices. Um, uh, th- there were a lot of things that had to happen right for this to come about. You know, and I know that there's been donations from the community, uh, but the facility one thing that had to come and and then you've had a capital campaign going Mm -hmm, we have um retired judge steve daniel has kind of been our chairperson for that and um you know he knows a lot of people in town and um he's really the the brains behind this because he's uh really got a passion for what we do um, and has served on our board for for quite a bit and so we have a great capital campaign committee together um uh retired um, Mayor Burgess and so um, he's on that committee and then um, Dr. Singer and Dr. Pape and they're just really working together to to get this out to as many people in the community as they can um, so they can help impact Rutherford County and get those drug those fatal drug overdoses that number down because we don't we don't want to be known in the state of Tennessee right and I'm sure that's powerful information Shanika that when when you're talking with uh, your clients you know they're they're some of the lucky ones maybe oh definitely they're some of the lucky ones a lot of them um, the overdoses that you do see while they're in our program are their friends they're people that they used with it could be a parent it could be a sibling because um, the cycle doesn't usually just start with them so they're definitely able to see the perspective and understand why change is so important um, because they understand that if without help that probably could have been them yeah i i just am as I, I think about this process and and what comes to my mind is okay so you're released from jail and you're trying to change your life but maybe you have no place to stay you have no means of transportation to even get to a job i mean you're trying to take some of those obstacles away right jackie absolutely yes when they when they do come into our facility um you know we the first 30 days is just kind of a blackout period for them where they're focusing on on just themselves and 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 making sure that they have everything and they're mentally stable that we've gone to the doctor up at st louis clinic and we've you know done a the physical and we've taken care of your dental um, needs and um, just kind of kind of get them stable and feeling safe and then we kind of do some harder work after that and helping them get some job skills and interview skills and working with Amelia's closet and getting them back into society start working and um, kind of try to build their life back together so uh, absolutely we do yeah how uh, Shanika do you get Um, clients involved? I mean, do you actually go to the facilities and and talk about the program and and then that's your recruiting if for lack of a better word so we do have people in the correctional facilities five days a week so they're able they're providing a service to them so a lot of the clients are hearing about doors of hope that way Um, we also have some clients that may be in our classes and then they're transferred to a prison um, and they're it's a lot of word of mouth so they'll go 
go to the prison and talk about the good things they learned with the Doors of Hope. And then the next thing you know, you're getting applications um, from lots of places in Tennessee. We're also TDOC approved. So um, the Department of Corrections, um, we can be a safe home plan for people getting out on parole and probation. So we're able to get a lot of applications that way as well. We're currently processing applications from 65 counties in Tennessee. So our reach is kind of expanding. We do primarily serve Rutherford County, of course, um, um, and give primary spots in our housing to them. But we are serving, processing applications from 65 counties in Tennessee. Wow, that that's amazing. It, I think that just shows, Jackie, the, the extreme need in, in other places. And maybe this is a model that can be replicated in some other communities. Have you talked to other communities and that we work have, going on? We have. We've, um, several counties have reached out to us about replicating this um, model. And it's definitely needed if we're getting in that many applications a week from all those counties. And, you know, that would be a wonderful thing for us to be able to do. But again, it, you know, it comes down to, to funding and um, setting up a strong system in, in the counties. But we do partner with a few counties like DeKalb County, Coffee County. Um, we work with their um, DAs. And, and so we, we try to help as much as we can, but we have to give priority to Rutherford County. Sure, sure. Um, we have so many new people moving into Rutherford County daily. And we always try to use this opportunity to educate them about some of the great things that uh, are right here in, in Rutherford County. But you may have, uh, Shanika, tugged on a, a heartstring here or someone, you know, you don't have to go very far down the immediate family line to find someone who has has faced situations like many of these women. And if, if they're interested in helping, are there volunteer opportunities with Doors of Hope? Uh, I'm sure monetarily there's always an opportunity. Always. Um, we also have um, volunteers that do a wide range of things. We wouldn't be able to function without our volunteers. So we have ladies in the community that volunteer to be life coaches. And those are just cheerleaders for our clients. They spend an hour a week just kind of pouring into them. Um, we have groups that volunteer to bring us hygiene needs. We have a list of our basic needs that we always need on our website. Um, we have people, of course, that support our mission enough to donate to us monthly or whenever. Um, so there's a lot of meals. Meals. There, we have groups that donate monthly, um, weekly meals to our clients every Monday. Um, we have volunteers that drive our clients to job interviews. Um, we have a wide range of volunteers. So we're able to kind of see where your passion is and place you. Um, no gift is too small or too big. And how do they uh, get in touch with uh, Doors of Hope? What's the best way to do that? The best way is um, you can always stop by, but our website, opendoorsofhope.org, is a great place. Um, there's actually a volunteer application on there, so you can kind of see where you may want to use your talents. We have classes five days a week for our clients in the correctional facilities and post-release in our office. So there's lots of opportunities to get involved. And Jackie, I'm sure that there's still an opportunity to uh, participate in the uh, opening New Doors campaign as well to help us get this facility going here. Yes, that would be wonderful. Yes, if anybody's interested in, in helping with that, I'd love to talk to them or, you know, go visit them and tell them a little bit more about what we do and what our plan is. Well, perfect. Well, I appreciate you two coming in today and anything we can do to help spread the word about Doors of Hope, just let us know. We'd be glad to do that. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Absolutely. Uh, joining us today, Jackie Miller, Executive Director of Doors of Hope and Shanika Scott, Assistant Director. And again, the uh, website is openingdoorsofhope.org. 
that's not opening, open, opendoorsofhope.org, .org, and uh, that's the website where you can find out more.